Welcome back. And with me today, I have another friend who wants to be referred as Sir. Hello, Sir. Good afternoon. I'm so glad that you came and decided to join me because this topic I want to go over with you is something that I feel you're an expert in and that you probably have um, good advice to those out there that are dealing with the same subject that we're getting ready to discuss. And this discussion that we're going to have is basically about um, fatherhood, raising your children, and things of that nature. But before we get started on all that, um, I want to say that you are one of my best male friends. I'm glad to know that. And... That we have known each other almost 20 years. And that I respect you not only as my friend, but as the man that you are. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. You're welcome. So, can I say how many children you have? I can tell you how many children I have. Okay, well you tell me how many children you have. I have nine kids. Nine beautiful Yes. kids. Yes, I have nine beautiful, wonderful, smart, intelligent, loving kids. Okay, and the age range is? From, 20, from 24 to 8 years old. From 8 to 24. Yeah, from 8 to 24. Now, how many children mothers do you have? Three. Three. And I've met two of the three, mm -hmm. and they are very nice women, um, have their stuff together, hardworking women, and care for their children beautifully, from what I've seen. They do an exceptional job. Correct. Now, out of the nine children, how many children do you have on child support? Four. You have four children on child support. Four children. Okay. Now, let's go back a little bit. How old were you when you realized you wanted to have children? I knew I wanted to have children as early as 10 years old. And that's, I would guess, because you come from a big family. Yes. Which you have a total of nine Including yourself. Including myself. I come from nine. You come from nine. Mm -hmm. Mother and father was married and stayed together till your unfortunately your father passed away. Fifty five years. Fifty five years yeah, together. Fifty five years as husband and wife. So that's another reason why I wanted to have you on because not too many people can say that that their parents stick together for fifty five years. So I'm um, thinking and assuming that because of the fact that your parents stuck together for 55 years, that you have based the way you raised your children on the way you were brought up. For the most part, but not, not predominantly. That's the reason. That's not predominant. The reason that I wanted nine kids, uh, that's not the reason... That the way I raised my kids wasn't the way that my parents raised us exactly. But okay. according to times and the way things are, things had to change. But uh, 
some of the things I implemented as a, as a father to raise my children. Would you say that the foundation of raising your children was based on your mother and your father? The foundation, because we know times change, um, because you are um, a man of a particular age. So things have changed in that time span. So I could see you modifying how you was raised on how you raise your children. Correct. But I could honestly say probably the foundation of how you raised your children was based on how you were raised. You are absolutely correct. Okay, great. So, now that we know that you come from a family of nine and you have nine of your own, how many boys and how many girls? I have five boys and four girls. Okay. And um, another reason why I brought you on, because there's a lot of single women raising their sons. And um, it's rare that you find a father, and it's, and it's not really rare, I would say. But mostly you find children growing up in single-family homes in this day and age. And the father is nowhere to be seen. So... When I looked at my friends to say who I wanted to be on my podcast to discuss different issues, you immediately popped in my mind because of the relationship you have with your children. And you are in your children's life on a daily basis, right? Correct. Every day. And what do you what do you do as their father for them on a daily basis so my listeners can get an idea of how much you are involved with your children, even though you're not with the children's mother? Well, for the most part, I do what a dad should do. Uh, I talk with my children on a daily basis, trying to find out how was their day, first of all, how their day went. Secondly, I want to know, uh, did they get all of their work done? If there, is there any homework that needs to be done? Uh, if it is, uh, let's get on it. Let's get it done while I'm here. And if you've already done it, I would like to see it to make sure it's done correctly. And um, secondly, well, thirdly, uh, just uh, wanting to know, is there anything that I can do for you while I'm here as a father that might make your day better? You know, or do something for you that you need done that you might not even want to ask your mother about. You know, it's fine. I can talk to my girls. They can talk to me. They might not want to talk to their mother about it. And the same with my boys. But I just want them to know that anything that they speak to me about, they can openly speak with their mother about. Mm -hmm. And if it's something that they want to speak to their mother about and don't want to talk to me, I wouldn't feel offended. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because they have that right. Mm -hmm. That's good. And um, going back to um, you saying that how you interact with your children on a daily basis and if there's homework that needs to be done and it's not, you know, if it's not done, let's get it done. So you travel from household to household at least once a day, I would assume. Well, if I don't get there uh, in a physical way, then I'll make a phone call or, you know, um, I'll allow their mothers, they, they, they can call me. With any situation that's going on, I get situational instances all the time where I have to address something, but I'm not there. But I can still resolve the situation through a phone call or um, 
you know, she even dropped by, you know what I'm saying, to let mm -hmm. me know what's going on with the kids if she's in the area mm -hmm. where I am. So anywhere I am, my children's mother is welcome to be where I'm at. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially if it's involving the kids. And that's and to me that's a good thing because most gentlemen nowadays they do not a check on their kids um, um, on a daily basis. With if, even if it's by seeing them, phone, text, they just go and live their lives and don't think about the children that they have brought into this world. And that's not saying all. I don't want everybody out there to think that I'm male bashing or anything like that. It's just um, a pattern that some men have children and then move on. So when I met you and I saw how good you were with your children, I think when I met you, you only had about four, maybe Three? I think three. Three at that time? Yeah. And um, I saw how you were with your sons. Um, it, it was it was heartwarming because I grew up from a single family, you know, and it was heartwarming to see somebody who was physically, if not physically, mentally, or uh, just a phone call away with their children. I think that's commendable um, on for you as being a father. Now, um, with the child support situation, you say you have four children that are on child support, correct? Correct. All right. So is this by one of the children's mother? Is this by multiple children's mother? Just one. Just one. Just one, yeah. And do, do you mind me asking why did it come to um, one of your children's mothers putting you on child support? Sure, y'all don't mind. The reason was uh, that... Two of my children from this one particular woman mm -hmm. had uh, they had asthmatic problems mm -hmm. and um, she needed more insurance. Okay. So she had to put me on child support to get the insurance uh, of you know from the government, so okay. so my kids could have that insurance. And I must commend her. She uh, she's never took me to court. Mm -hmm. She's never asked for any increase. Um, when I was, uh, my, when my back pay was, my rearage was kind of high, she never said a word. She allowed me to work out the situation mm -hmm. until I got her all paid up. And now she's good. I'm good. Uh, we're the best of friends. Mm -hmm. And uh, I couldn't have asked for a better mother in that situation. And that's what I like, too, because... Not only, um, I know you've been in other relationships other than your babies. Well, I don't want to call them babies' mothers, your children's mother. I know you've been in relationships throughout the years. And um, one thing I can commend you on, again, another thing I can commend you on, is that you never have any issues with your children's mothers. No, because the first thing I do with anybody that I'm involved with, I do let them know I have kids. And second of all, I do want them to have a rapport with my kids' mothers. And, uh, you know, it's important to me, mm -hmm. you know, that to know that she know that I have these kids. I'm involved with my children. That involves me with my children's mothers. Correct. So at the same time, you know, I need her to be involved mm -hmm. with the whole pie, just right. like me. I don't need her to do anything financial unless I really get in a financial buying and need her. Mm -hmm. I just need her for moral support mm -hmm. for me and to uh, 
let the other mothers know that she's not trying to take over as being a mother, mm -hmm. but she just wants to be, you know, a positive uh, influence in okay. my children's lives. That's cool. That's that's really cool. Um, I um, also want to ask you, because I'm curious. Now, I know, or I think I know, that some of your children are around the same ages. Correct. Okay, which means to me that you know, you was you were seeing one person and seeing the, another person at the same time. Correct. Okay. So how did you maneuver that to the point where your children's mothers understand, okay, well, we have kids around the same age, so he must have been seeing me and her at the same time, but yet no conflict. Well... Or was it? Or was it always no conflict? It was always no conflict. Okay. Because of when I was seeing one of my one of my mothers, and she got pregnant or whatever, uh, one of the baby's moms. Uh, it was. It was. I was in a situational relationship. I was not tied down or binded down into no particular relationship. All these women knew each other. All these women were, they didn't know each other in the beginning. They knew but of each other. As the kids came along, mm -hmm. they found out about each other. And um, it was rough at times. I'm not going to lie. It was very rough at times. But I think the main thing with them and me was the children. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. the make, maintaining a, a, a family-style relationship in each relationship so that my kids would not feel as though that they were just there. Mm -hmm. You know, I wanted them to know that they were being brought up in a family-style relationship, and I even did the same thing with their children that was not my kids. I mm -hmm. took on those kids. I, 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 I stepped in that, father, that fatherhood relationship because I needed them to not feel as though that they're being left out of what I'm bringing to their family as a father. And that brings me to my next question. Now, how many children do you consider your child, but they are not your biological children? Four. Four. Yes. Okay. So that to me is a be is a beautiful thing. I, I'm a, I'm assuming that you came into these children's life when it was very very young. Correct. Okay, so as you said, you stepped up and to be the father figure for these children, which I think would be a good transition from when you started having your own children because you treated the children who were not yours as yours when you actually started having your own brothers and sisters really feel like brothers and sisters. They don't feel like, oh, you're, that's your daddy or this is my daddy or that kind of situation. Well, let me say this. Mm -hmm. I was not in any relationship where, except my first relationship, where there wasn't, where I did not have any kids there. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all the rest of them, uh, they, they, their kids was there, but my kids was uh, like right behind them. So it was not to the point of where they had to feel as though that my kids were, were going to be, like, more taken care of than they were. Okay. Or their mom was going to pay more attention 
to my children now that she have a man in the house. Okay. You know, along with the kids. So I wanted them all to know that we are we we are a family. Okay. You know, we are a family. So if 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 if, if I bought my kids something, mm -hmm. I bought everybody something. Okay. Okay. And if I chastised my kids and the other kids was involved, they got chastised as well. Okay. That's that's good. That's good. And that and that again, um, knowing your children and knowing that you have children that went to college, knowing that you have children that's in college, um, knowing your um your firstborn, um, who is your namesake, is such a phenomenal young man and has his head well, all of your children have their heads on their shoulders. None of them has been in jail. No problems with drugs um, that we know of. Um, everybody seems to be on the right avenue. Not to say things can't happen because things do happen in life. But um, I think that is because you were always there. No matter what relationship you were in, your children always came first. If, if, if a call came up, I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Or if if, if, you, if I got football practice, or I got to pick this one up from this, I got to pick this one up from there. So you was always there. And that's another reason why I wanted to have you on this podcast, because I think a lot of men do not know how to father children because a father was not in their household. I agree. But this is to the fathers that that's out there. That, that that don't feel as though that they are doing a great job. Let me tell you this. If you're in your kid's life, any at all, mm -hmm. then you are doing a good job. Okay. But now to become a phenomenal father is to put that child first solely. Right. And keep him first. Right. And especially with these male young men that we have now, uh, these males are looking for role models, and they're looking for role models in the wrong places. Correct. So, as as men, we have to kind of st step up. We have to step our game up. I must commend the women for mm -hmm. doing what they have been doing since the late 80s. Mm -hmm. uh, it's been hard for women, being mm -hmm. honest with you, raising these young men. And if you look at it... Uh, it's like 90% of the incarcerated people are young black males. Mm -hmm. And we're only 10% of the population. Right. So the thing is, we as men have got to step out of the shadows now. We got to step in the front. We have to lead. We have to show our kids that we are going to be a positive influence in their lives whether they want us to mm -hmm. or not. Mm -hmm. It's about not only this generation, but saving the next generation and the generation after that. And it starts with this generation here. I, 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 I totally agree with that. And I don't know if it was the me, me, me era of everything is all about me and my feelings and my wants and my needs that has kind of broken the family because you know it's always oh I want this I want that regardless of what your children need or regardless of what your children children are treated more like accessories than actual children 
You That's know. because of what you just said. Everybody's everybody's so concerned about themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If we stop being so concerned about ourselves and do what's necessary, mm -hmm. just necessary mm -hmm. for our children, mm -hmm. then we would make leaps and bounds as parents. You know, I we can't think. be their friend right. because that's not what a parent is. Mm -hmm. A parent has to make decisions whether it's going to be liked or not by the child. Mm -hmm. And they have to stand by that decision and enforce that decision. Mm -hmm. And then um, when the kid tries to rebel for that decision, then you as a parent has to make a conscious decision on how you're going to reprimand that child for being um, rebellious. Right. So then that's where punishment comes in, and that's where a lot of people lose their kids at because they want to be their friend mm -hmm. instead of enforcing, you know, what needs to be enforced as a parent. And let me ask you another question. Because you started having children at what age? In your 30s. 35. I had my first okay. son. So do you think that made a difference in how your parenting was? Um, what about your your brothers and your sisters? No, no, no. It didn't make a difference at all because I always had my my brothers and sisters' kids with me even way before I had kids. Mm -hmm. uh, my nephews and nieces, all they can talk about right now is their uncle. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. they, they talk about me to their parents sometimes till it makes them... Like, feel like, hey, bro, what you did to my child, all my child could do is talk about you and being with you. Mm -hmm. But it's this. Um, I always wanted children. Mm -hmm. Okay, I was married for a brief time, and I wanted children with my first wife. She didn't want any kids because of her profession. Mm -hmm. So that didn't stop me from, you know, being a good uncle. That mm -hmm. didn't stop me from being a good uncle to her. Her, her um sister's kids, because okay. she had all sisters. Right. So I was a good uncle to her kids, but some of those kids got incarcerated. Some of them are doing time for life, but mm -hmm. they they have not forgotten me, mm -hmm. and not nor nor have I forgotten them. Well, the reason why I brought up the age and you having having um, children at that age and the way you you parent your child is because even though you was uncle. Uncle can still take the child back at a certain point. And the reason why I'm bringing up his point is because there's a lot of young people um, that, you know, still feel like they should have or live a life and put the children to the side. Whereas you had time to live your life before you had children. So I want to ask about your, your brothers and your sisters. Did any of your brothers and sisters have children young? Yeah, all my brothers and sisters have kids. Okay. At a but, young age, though. Yeah. Yeah, some of them even had kids before they even got out of high school. Okay. But this is what what I saw mm -hmm. as 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 they had kids and I didn't. Mm -hmm. When my brothers and sisters started to have kids at an early age, then what they did was they put away the childish things that they wanted, mm -hmm. and they put their kids and their family life at it in a new position in their life. So they can maintain and do what they need to do as parents. And they made their kids a part of that. 
You know what I'm saying? They mm -hmm. never left their kids. Hey, bro, can you keep? My, can you watch my kid till I go? You know, to the movies, or mm -hmm. can you watch my kids while I go to Daytona? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, something like that. No, it was never that. Okay. It was never that. I when I had their kids, it's because I requested. Okay. You know what I'm saying? They never came and dropped their kids on me. Right. And so that count that came from uh, the the way we was raised. That's what I was saying. You know what say. I'm saying? My parents always told us be accountable mm -hmm. for the things that you do. Right. So if you decide you're gonna have a kid at 19, then guess what? Mm -hmm. You're a parent. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're not a parent. And then on the weekends you go to the club. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, you're a parent. Even when you want to go to the club, right? You know what I mean. And that's the way my my brothers and sisters <laughs> raised their children. They right. never left their children uh, on my parents or anything like that. Well, that's why I brought that up about your parents because a lot of people who are in single households, <laughs> um, you know, they didn't have that foundation or they don't know no better. Maybe I should say because mom was busy working. Sometimes mom's working two jobs to support a household. So if mom's busy, if mother is busy trying to keep a roof over your head, sometimes parenting is in the back. It's like okay, you got a roof over your head, you got a place to sleep, you got food in the refrigerator, but I have to work to do this, so I don't have time to actually raise you. In my day and age, we would call latch key kids. I agree. Okay. Yes. So that's another reason why I begged you and begged you. And believe me, y'all, I had to beg this person to come on this podcast because I wanted people to hear people who are in single family homes or people who are in a single family home now to hear what it's like to have two people in the household to help raise you, mold you to be a, a, a respectable person. Not that single household people can't have respectable children. I'm not saying that. But it's it's um, more of a foundation when you have two parents in the household. Even though one person can do a phenomenal thing, it's, it's always, me to me, it's always better to have two in the household so they can bounce off each other. You can see somebody bounce off each other. I agree. Mm. I agree. Great. So um, now we talked about your parents. We talked about your children. We talked a little bit about your children's mothers. Now let's talk about relationships. Because I think this ties into how you um, parent your children as well. And you just spoke of how the person that is in your life um, has to be included. Correct. Um, and, and has to have an understanding with everybody. Now, how long do you know somebody before you allow them around your children? Uh, the older kids... I let them meet them right away. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I need to start that relationship between them and, 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 and the person that I'm in a relationship with. Which you are currently in one. Correct. Mm -hmm. But And uh, the younger kids uh, that were uh, like, let's say, 12 and, be, and below, mm -hmm. uh, it was anywhere from three to six months before I would introduce them. Even though I would talk to them about this person. And I would talk to this person about my kids so I could get a feedback from both, you know, kids and the person that I'm in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. And and along with that, if she, she has kids, so I need to know how she was able to raise her kids 
and the things that she did to uh, get to the present point where she is with her kids. Because if it was certain things that she allowed her kids to do that I don't want being done around my kids, then I already know that I can't bring my kids around her kids at a certain time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I have to know uh, her family background as well as introducing her into my children's background because once she knows my kids, her kids sometimes will be there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I need to know that, uh, you know, if your kids, you know, let's say smoke weed or whatever, Mm -hmm. I don't want your kids smoking weed in front of my kids, influencing them mm-hmm. to smoke weed mm-hmm. and you allowing them to do that. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you don't do it because you're their parent, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I cannot allow my kids to be in that situation. Correct. But that doesn't give me the right to determine what type of mother she is if she's a successful mother. Anyway, if our kids are not in prison, if our kids are not you know, out robbing and stealing and they go to work, so what if they smoke weed? That's mm-hmm. a that's up to them. Mm-hmm. But it's up to me as a father to make sure that my kids are not introduced to that too early. You know what I'm saying? Even mm-hmm. though they will be, and I know they will be, and all the parents out there, you need to know that your kids will be introduced to things without you knowing. Right. So be prepared. And, and an- another reason why I bring that up is because I think a lot of um Parents nowadays make the mistake of moving somebody in their household that they really don't know anything about. They really haven't spent that much time with that person, leaving that person alone Long with their with children. Right. And don't, hey, okay, you, since you can't work, you watch the child while I go to work and you really don't know what's going on. Correct. So um, I wanted to hear your take on that because, um, you know, your children are, are older. Um but some of them are under age as as well. So I wanted to know that. Now, how long would you? How long would it have to be before you will allow your mate to be with your child um, alone? Okay. Uh, me and my mate been together now, uh, roughly fourteen, thirteen, fourteen years, something like that. Just being together. Okay, but okay. So you and your mate been together for fourteen years consecutively? No, 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 on no, and no, no. Off? on okay. and off. But okay. at this time where we are now in our relationship, uh, it's 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 to the point now where uh, we'll we'll probably be together. You know, more than likely, we're not married, but mm-hmm. we'll probably stay together. You know, I'm not looking to be with anybody else, or you know, I don't think she is either. But the thing is. Introducing my kids and let my kids be around her is alone is is something I haven't really did yet. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know, I know that I've allowed her to take them like to the store or, you know, uh, she went shopping with them. Uh, She took them shopping, but I was in the car Mm -hmm. and let them go shopping, you know, let her take the girls shopping. But I stayed in the car. So she has not been with my kids like uh, an all-day situation by herself. I haven't, okay. I haven't allowed that yet. And why? Because of everything that's going on now, uh, you have to have hands-on, mm-hmm. you know, as a parent. I don't care if you've been with someone 30 years. You have to have your hands-on 
that situation as a parent. You have mm -hmm. to know what you're involved with. You can't think, or I thought, or I should have, or, um, you know, just second-guessing yourself. So I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm not going to do that. So when I do let her spend time with the kids like that, I'm going to always be around, you okay. know, because I just, I'm just that way as a father. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, I just don't believe in leaving my kids anywhere. Uh, you are a godparent to one of my children. Mm -hmm. And you know how I am mm -hmm. with that situation. Mm -hmm. I've never left her with you for no substantial amount of time. No. And you've always been nothing but stand up with her. Mm -hmm. But you cannot say, I've ever left my child alone with no, you. No, no, you never left her alone with me longer than maybe an hour. Correct. No more than two. Correct. Um, and, um, you know, uh, she is my god, my godchild. And, you know, like I said, that's, that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to have you here. I hope you feel comfortable. It's not bad, is it? I understand. But, but I mean, as far as the I conversation. Mean, yeah, the conversation is great. And okay, I hope, so we're not... I hope that somebody's getting something from this because uh, let me tell you, it's, it's, it's so much going on out there. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's so much going on. And if you can get a little enlightenment from anywhere, even this podcast, please listen to it. Let somebody else listen to it and let somebody else listen to it because... Somebody out there needs to hear this. Yeah, a lot of I think a lot of people need to hear this because I don't think a lot of people realize what it takes to actually be a parent. I think a lot of people are using their children a to just to get money, b just to be like, oh, I got a child, or you know, just treat, treat them like they're a car ornament and and not a child, not a child, not a, not a human being. So that's why I beg, borrow, and steal to get you on this on this podcast because I think it's an important conversation. I mean, if people listen to my prior podcast, they know I go from one thing to the other. But I wanted this to be a nice, clean podcast because I want everybody to be able to hear this message of how children are valued. Because if you value your child, then you would take the time to not only get to know your child, to be there for your child, to make sure that people around your child will not harm your child or do anything to your child. Right. You have to you have to invest in that child. Correct. And when you say invest, the main thing you can invest in your child is time. Yeah. You know, that's the main thing. Time and love and respect. And, and I guarantee you will get the same thing back. But the, and the thing is, time doesn't have to be right in your face. No, it doesn't. Time can be no, on the phone, texting, um, FaceTiming. It, I mean, because some people just the the parents don't clash, and they and they is not good for a child to see that. But nowadays, every child has a phone, so you should be able to contact your child, regardless of the relationship that you and the child's other parent have. And that's another reason why I wanted to have you on there, because you have good relationships with all your children's mothers. Well, I'm, like, I'm this way. At one time, before the child was even born, mm -hmm. we, had a cordial, uh, uh, we had a cordial enough relationship 
to be intimate with each other. Mm -hmm. So that intimacy should roll over into if you're going to be intimate and you're going to be intimate to where you could end up being parents, then that intimacy must roll over into being parent and doing and, and being parents together. Even mm -hmm. if y'all don't get along, mm -hmm. you still have to be parents and you have to you have to show a love to that child as parents mm -hmm. because when things happen and you're not there, then you can solely depend on that person, person. to make that right decision. And then you know that your child is still being parented correctly. And that goes back to the old saying, it takes a village to raise a child. Absolutely. It does. Be because if, if you have a child with somebody, and this is this is a um, um, even thinking about some of the instances with you and your children's mother, sometimes when your children's mother was having problems, whether it was mental, physical, whatever the problem is, you stepped in not only to help take care of the child, but also to help take care of the mother. I, I did. Because if you if the mother if the other parent is not healthy, how can you expect your child to be healthy in that environment? Now I'm not saying you go around kissing anybody's ass. Oh, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. But you should have enough respect that if you see somebody that you felt that you could lay down with in trouble, that you should be able to say, are you okay? I agree. And I did those things. Yeah. Is uh, there anything I can do besides coming back to you to help you in this situation? Right. Now, the three women that I did, that I, that I uh, did have kids with, they were all much younger than me. Oh, yes. And, uh, they, Daddy. It was times when they needed me financially. Mm -hmm. It was times when they needed me to support them, uh, you know. Emotionally. Emotionally and and um, with uh, with respect. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I never, I never, you know, let them just have it hard. Right. If it was anything that I could do or make it different or make it better, I did that. You know what I'm saying? Even when, you know, because it was times like like we spoke about earlier when two of them was pregnant at one time and they knew about each other, but it was like you spending you all you you spending all your time over there and I need you over here. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was times when it got really thin, but I was able to make them understand by being truthful with them and let them know that I have. Another woman over here that's pregnant. Amen. So what I need to do is I need you to understand that I'm going to get you what you need. Mm -hmm. But I need you to be patient. You know what I'm saying? But see, that was the key of being truthful. Correct. Um, I always, and I've said this in my last podcast, you should always tell somebody up front what the situation is. That way they can make a decision if they want to or not. Even if you were, say, in love with two people and you were seeing both and you was having, you know, kept one from the other, another from the one. At some point when you start to have children, you have to be truthful because that's where a lot of resentment from a woman come in. And you don't know how that resentment is going to show itself. I agree. And I must say to the men out there, women are fragile. Uh -huh. Women are fragile. And I'm telling you, men, please recognize what you're doing. If you don't know what you're doing, then you're going to find out the hard way how fragile this woman can be. But and if a you scorned don't... woman mm -hmm. 
is a very bad thing to have around you. But this is a thing too, though. If you if you don't know, then say you don't know. You see what I'm saying? Well, That's how I feel. If you don't know, just say, look, I'm doing the best I can, but I just don't know. I think people will respect that. And if the person don't respect that, then, you know, they're just a, a messed up person. I understand. But if you come out truthfully, and and even if it's not telling the whole story, but telling bits of the story so this person can make up their own mind, I think somebody will respect it in the long run instead of just will, lying. And it will, but, you know, it's like, Back in the in the day, mm-hmm. I mean, when you slept with women, they were not women to you in your mind. Okay, they so were, were notches they? in your belt. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? You know that's all they were. You know, I just sleep around because I want to sleep around with as many women as I can. You know, it's not about you know loving nobody because mm-hmm. if you love somebody, you're not going to do that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if you try to just say sleep around and get as many women. To know about you, mm-hmm. then you just you know you sowing your oats pretty right, much, right. just doing your thing. And you and, and these women, you don't care how fragile they are, you don't care how much you hurt them, mm-hmm. you don't care how much they desire you, uh, any of that. All you want to know is, hey, I knocked her off. Mm-hmm. She's a notch in my belt, and I'm moving on to the next one. Okay, well, I'm gonna, I, I want to cut it here because I hope that you come back for another one because I want to discuss that. And that's going to be a whole nother 30, 30 minute podcast because I want to discuss how men see women versus when they're younger and when they're older. Will you come back for a discussion with me? If I that? have time. Oh, Lord. Here we go. Here I'm we go. Busy man. This, you know that. Well, you absolutely right. When nine men and the nine children and, uh, and four and three, four baby mamas, you absolutely right. You are busy being plus a fiance, uh, a significant other, and you and you know the thing, you know, you got to make money. So I completely understand okay. that you're a busy well, person. Don't forget that I am an entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying? I have my own business, so I have to make sure that I can maintain and take care of these nine kids. Well, I understand and a fiance. And you your friend. And my friend. Well, so hallelujah. I do what I do. You know what I mean? So but, it makes but you, my time thing. But the only reason why I say that is that you, you this wasn't a bad situation. It this, was this, not okay. bad. It was not So you'll bad. be willing to come back and maybe we if can discuss that. We are. I, okay. So listen, I'm going to end it because if I don't end it, we're going to go to a whole nother discussion that we don't need to be going into <laughs> right now at this moment with Sir. Because Sir fun. is being Sir. This was fun. I enjoyed it. Okay. And I hope somebody got some uh, some clarity and some understanding. I hope so, too. And I hope you get clarity and understanding that you need to come back. Mm-hmm.